Welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where we'll be highlighting stories of discipleship here at Crosspoint. My name is Josh, and I'm the Central Ministries pastor, and my heart bleeds discipleship, and I'm really honored to share these stories with each of you. Now, being a disciple of Jesus is to embody the life Jesus lived, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and Jesus was always investing in a few others. As a church together, we're studying the Great Commission found in Matthew chapter 28 during the month of September through our Sunday messages, and we're really trying to hone in on the last things that Jesus said. He gives a couple of promises and a command that says, as you're going, make disciples of all peoples. It's our mission here at Crosspoint to help people find and follow Jesus, and part of that is learning how to help others do the same. This podcast is highlighting a few of the stories where these kinds of relationships are happening here at Crosspoint and inspire others to do the same. And what's great about it is these are normal people doing everyday life with compassion and intentionality for the glory of God and the sake of others. And today we have guests Marilee Lee and Christy Honer from our Mount Juliet campus joining me to have a conversation about their own experience with discipleship. Marilee and Christy, thank y'all for joining us on the Find and Follow podcast. I am really honored to really have this conversation with you and hear about what the Lord's doing uh, through your relationship. And so if you will, why don't you each take a turn and give us a brief snapshot of your story and, uh, and then we'll dive in, go from there. Well, um, my story with Jesus is that I was, um, pastor's kid. Yeah. Heard about Jesus very young and learned, um, that I needed a relationship with him. And at one point finally realized I, I needed to ask him into my life. And um, I have, since that point, never felt alone mm. ever again. But there were a lot of growing points over the years. <laughs> along the way. starting point, and then there's a whole lot of movement along the way over the years that um, uh, I just needed to grow and learn. Yeah. Now, did you, where did you grow up? Northern California. Northern California. And how long have you been in Tennessee? Two years. Two years. This month. Awesome. You and me are same same. I've been here two years as well. So, cool. Christy, how about you? Yeah, I was um, brought up in a in a very private um, kind of lifestyle. Um, Catholic um, knew of Jesus, but nobody really talked about him a lot. You know, we did uh, Easter, Christmas, things like that. Oh yeah, my wife does uh, that. CEOs, Christmas, Easter only. We call them priesters. Priesters, there That's you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's it's. I knew of him. We didn't pray outwardly a lot growing up um you know but he was he was there just wasn't the the forefront of what our family was about um fast forward having kids myself and just kind of wanting to do things a little different um went through a little bit of a a a moment a season in my marriage and um had a therapist that really just opened up my heart to the idea of just unconditional love and what that looks like. Um, and fast forward to um, feeling the desire and need and a prompt from a good friend of mine to get baptized. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, it was it was beautiful. You know, Crosspoint put merrily in my life and that, that time to uh, kind of just make sure I think that there was a safety net there, oh, that I didn't fall through the cracks of, you know, the big church. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so she came along and she's been wonderful. That's great. And you, where did you grow up? Um, I was born in Chicago, but I was raised here raised in, in Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, what is a brief snapshot of, so you said y'all got paired up after the baptism, things along those lines. What's a brief <laughs> snapshot of y'all's relationship uh, look like since then? 
I think it's cool. So <laughs> yes, I, I think I think so. It's 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 kind of part of making a disciple. So I wrote down just a a couple of things of what she did that was so awesome that that it, it was meeting me where I was. You know, she wasn't pushy. She didn't. I never felt judged by her by my knowledge, my lack of knowledge. Um, she's so quiet and she listens. And you know, we have coffee most most every Wednesday now since February. Um, you know, but she meets me where I'm at. She makes time for me. And I think that's one of the biggest steps. Yeah. Yeah. Withness. Uh, the guy that discipled me always talked about withness, just being with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Marilee, how about you? Like, you want to speak into that? Yes. Well, actually, where that started was uh, Ben, our pastor, called me and said, hey, we have to start in this new program. We're trying to match people up who are getting baptized. Would you want to pair up with somebody who is going to get baptized? I said, sure. I don't know what that means, but it sounds really like a great idea. And so he gave me your number. I needed to contact her. So I cold called her, actually texted. Yeah. Like, here, I know she's not, she doesn't know who I am or she doesn't know this is going to happen, but I'm going to text her and say, hey, um, you want to, I'll walk with you through this whole process and then do some studies. Yeah. We had a, a little booklet to go through afterwards and. Um, that was where it started. Yeah. And yeah, just, but my heart at the beginning, even though I didn't know her, I was like, I love this idea because this is my opportunity to walk into the life of somebody who is at a point in their life where they're making a big decision. It's a movement, even if they know Jesus already or have for a long time, they're doing this big thing. Yeah. And I get to walk into that with them. And walk alongside in a significant moment and help them learn and grow. And that's going to help me in the process as well. Yeah. I want to come back to that because that's a really important part of this. So when you got that text, what, what were you like? Were you like, what's <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Okay. You know, but I'm, I am, um, I was fine with it. You know, I'm like, all right, who is this person? I get, I get a buddy. So I've coined her my baptism buddy. <laughs> that's not the program's name. Yes, and that's not. Copyright. Yeah, but yeah, but she's my, that's what she's in my phone is merely my baptism buddy. Maybe maybe talk to me about you said y'all went through a couple of studies. What have you learned? What's uh and what's been the value of some of that walking together? Yeah, so th that's part of the discipleship piece that that I wanted to talk about is you know when you meet somebody where they're at and it's providing them the tools they need to grow. Um, so her husband's actually like a, a little added bonus to her, and uh, he wrote a a book called was it growing your faith iq and we've been walking through that together and i think the the best benefit for me has been um she's taught me how to pray mm. you know growing up um in the faith that i did we there were some very coined prayers and um you know she's taught me how to pray which sounds so simple to somebody who doesn't you know it, like you know how to pray everyone like you just assume people know how to pray but right. they don't um, so her walking me through the steps of how to be grateful for, you know, the things that I have, God's glory, his power, um, walking through, and I've got my little thing right here, um, you know, asking for help in my sin and my weakness, oh, yeah. my needs, praying for my loved ones, specifically those who get, who need to get to know him, um, my church family, my church related things, my ministry, the things that I'm, I'm volunteering for. I'm praying for those people and I'm going to schedule my plans. I'm a box checker. Yeah. I love to check the boxes. So it's like 
he needs to be part of that too. So part of my day needs to be part of that. And, uh, you know, my burdens and struggles and saving those for last, the real heavy stuff at the end. Yeah. Um, and I've never been able to pray in a way that makes sense because I'm very distracted. Uh, uh, you know, and so having her to kind of step me through like, Christy, this is, this is how you can do this. This is, this is, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. And it can be an ongoing conversation all day. It doesn't have to be in Jesus name. Amen. And then you're done. <laughs> right. You know, so it's, it's, that's been very, it's been very helpful. Yeah. It's great. It's actually a command. Paul says to be joyful, always pray continuously and give thanks in all circumstances, which is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So yep. that's, I love that. What you just said about the end, even in the early days of walking with Jesus is like I'm learning the Prayer is just an like ongoing conversation with God. Right. Now, Marilee, did somebody train you in this way, or is this things you've picked up over time? Or Well, like you said, my husband wrote a discipleship book, um, and it is a book that we had actually used. I was with Youth for Christ for 10 years, and we used it to uh, do follow-up with students Yeah. for uh, years. And so I've, I have used that, and just other people who have come into my life not as much intentionally, like, oh, we're going to sit down and we're going to learn together. Um, but I have benefited so much from the influence of more experienced Christians who know things, who I can bounce things off of, who I can learn from um, in less formal settings. But I have greatly benefited from that yeah. over the years and then had um, opportunity to walk into other people's lives and do that as well. Yeah, that's great. You mentioned a minute ago that you really find the value in helping step into somebody's life, making a big decision, but that there's also a benefit coming back into your life. Let's talk a little bit about that. What's, what's the benefits of taking up the responsibility of walking with somebody along their journey? The benefit, oh my gosh, there's so many. I don't, I, there's lists and lists. Um, one of them is just the confidence that comes from knowing that you have something to offer. When we sit Christine and I sit together. It's a conversation. I'm not here having an instruction with a chalkboard <laughs> yeah, <not> a <laughs> yeah, or anything. We're just literally having a conversation about Scripture and about what God says and about how to grow and whatever material we're using. It's just a bouncing off point. Yeah, We're using this and then we're having conversations in regards to that. And sometimes they continue throughout the week as we are um, texting sometimes different things. Yeah. Uh, but that makes me grow because now I'm actively helping another person grow as a, a believer. And that challenges my faith. It makes me think differently. It helps me learn about her. And, you know, her personality is very different than me. And But it the, that's a huge benefit. Right. We get to be friends and we're real different and we make each other better yeah that's awesome draw out the strengths of one another yeah. and show up the weaknesses yeah that's great george the guy that discipled me he always would say the bible is the curriculum but the life like life is the classroom and so there's an ongoing education that's always taking place you know one of the things that uh i think to add to what you're saying one of the great benefits that i've learned over the years is i love reading the bible through other people's eyes because they ask questions that maybe either i'd never asked or uh i'd I, I asked a long time ago and forgot that I asked, you know, or whatever. I just love reading the scriptures through other people's eyes. I was like, ah, oh, you know, that's a, good, that's a good question. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, let's let's explore that together. So I love that. Um, do y'all meet 
like you say, it sounds like y'all have a coffee every Wednesday. Uh, is there, do y'all see each other maybe Sundays or other times as well? Or is it, is it pretty yeah. strict? Like, no, mm -hmm. we see each other Wednesdays and that's it. <laughs> well, we, we go to the same service. Yeah. So we, we both go to nine o'clock service. And as I'm dragging my small children in, they're like, go see hi to Marilee. She's over here. Uh, ooh, grab a coffee and go. But yeah, we see each other on Sundays and yeah, we text throughout the week. That's cool. So just yeah. keep those touch points. Yeah, and of course, just prayer things. You know, you can have the opportunity to just shoot out like, hey, you want to be praying about this? Or, you know, how did that go? Yeah. And just having that person in your life to do that. Yeah, that's great. Now, is there any particular scriptures that have guided this understanding of discipleship or even just guided some of the understanding of investing in one another that the Lord's brought out in each of you over this time? I've got one, yeah. and I, th I think it kind of refers to meeting people where they're at, okay. um, and it's Colossians 4, 6. Oh. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so you have the right response for everybody. Um, it's so important to understand people and their current walk if you're going to be able to connect. Mm. Like, you can't connect with somebody. You know, you can't scream at them, you know. <laughs> Obey, repent, or you know, like it—it it doesn't work for everybody. That's not your strategy, Marilyn. It's she is she is the most not this time not gracious. This time. Her she's she's very eloquent. Um, her ability to communicate and just a just a very gentle way is yeah. is beautiful and inspiring. Um, but yeah, that that's definitely mine. Yeah, that's awesome. Anything for, particular for you that just has got been guardrails for for you along this journey? I want to sound really spiritual and have a verse, sure, but I don't. Yeah, that's right. right. Well, and here's what's great about it. Here's what's great about it. You know, the Spirit writes the word on our hearts. You know, and this is a series that's corresponding with a with a, a sermon series that we're doing called, um, well, it's called Find and Follow, but we're taking the Great Commission. And we're going to break it down in four weeks. Pastor Kevin's going to preach through that and, and really help to see there's these promises that come with this kind of work. Right. It's like I've got all authority in heaven on earth yep. as you're going to make disciples. And right. by the way, Lolo, I'm going to be with you to yeah. the end of the age. Yeah. And Proverbs what, 27, 17. So axe sharpens an axe, um, you know, or iron sharpens iron, a friend sharpens a friend, yep. you know, and that's. That's what it's been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Um, what's been the greatest challenge? Making time. Why is that? I have two small kids. Yeah. Uh, my insane dog. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, Mr. Noodles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it, it's, everybody can push off, um, the opportunity to make impact mm. and it's so easy to get distracted by the checklists and all that. And it's just being so intentional to make time for those people, um, you know, with her and with, you know, just my general walk during the day, you know, walking outside and meeting that neighbor that's having a hard time uh, with cancer right now. You know, it's like one of my best friends next door. We're meeting yesterday and I have to be 15 minutes late. Mm -hmm. It's like there there are times where you just have to make time yeah. um, for people. So that's that's the hardest thing, but it's definitely the most beneficial is meeting in person and not just texting all the time. Sure. Man, that's that's a commentary on our world. I don't know what it right, is. Right, right. How, how about you, Mary? What's been the um, biggest challenge? I, you know, one of the things for me is not so much the time, but showing up, like being present 100% and being, and and for me, knowing that I have something to offer yeah. in this situation and that I can sit and I can walk with, I don't have all the answers, but we can walk together and 
And for me, that's just the hurdle that I always have to get over. Yeah. Just personally. Yeah. Yeah. Just feeling like you got something to offer. Yeah. Has there been anything particular in y'all's relationship where maybe you had a question, you're like, oh, I've already, I've been through something like that. Have y'all had anything like that? Or, I mean, I know y'all are still pretty new in your relationship, so I'm not sure how much water's under the bridge. <laughs> you know, nothing that, like specific in that way, but her being there for me. Yeah. Um, I had a really rough May and June this year, and I'm talking like, you know, the, those family hits that you don't see coming. You know, my father-in-law died. Yeah. My mother was diagnosed with breast cancer and had a double mastectomy. Yeah. Um, you know, merrily, like, she she would text me these prayers. I'm like, how, like, this is what I'm praying for. This is what's specific. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people will say all the time, you know, I'm praying for you. Right. And you're like, okay, thanks. You know, it's, it's very um, generalized. Mm-hmm. And she's so incredibly specific. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Here's what I'm praying for you. And then I can turn that into a prayer for myself. Yeah. Um, so the benefit of just her guidance and just that unconditional, just love and persistency to just make sure I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real... Now, I heard a pastor say one time, um, the, the thing that humans want most is to be loved and known, known and loved. And, you know, one of the... The fears is is that if you're known and not loved, then that's like that's devastating, you know. But if you're loved and not known, that's a real thin version of love. But to be loved and known, that's the that touches the deepest parts of our hearts. And it sounds like you know in these kind of relationships, you know, just to be able to be present and uh, there, but being specific has those qualities of known and loved and cared for. And it, it I mean, it, it it's moving, you know, it is moving. And um, I think that's one of the things that my my next question was just going to be like, how do you sense the spirit leading and guiding in these conversations and relationships? I think this is probably one of those (laughs) ways, but I think the power of the Holy Spirit is critical in disciple making. So talk to me a little bit about overcoming these fears, you know, making time. How do you sense the spirit really guiding you in, in this relationship? Boy, you know what? I think the Holy Spirit, I just have to really trust that um, when we're having a conversation that he's going to give me words to say that are going to be meaningful and helpful. Yeah. Um, and you know, we had a long conversation yesterday about some stuff that was going on for her. I, you know, I don't know the answers, sure, but, um, you know, the Holy Spirit, I think, really showed up for me and helped guide us through um, to, you know, get to not necessarily resolution. Right. Uh, aren't things that can be resolved, but, right. you know, you just walk through to a different place where you can kind of have a different perspective. And that's really kind of sometimes all you're trying to do is just have a, a better perspective on what you're facing. Yeah. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah, I mean, it. I imagine some of those prayers she's texting, some of these conversations, maybe he's recalling Bible verses just like you did just a minute ago from Proverbs. You know, I, he recalls all kinds of stuff for us yep. in times we need it the most. You know? Yeah. Uh, George always said he can, he's got, uh, what you put in is what he's got to work with. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Definitely. Um, what would be your encouragement to people who are listening to this and wondering like, man, how could I plug in to, to the church or even off like, um, 
maybe to, to seek out a discipleship relationship or to try to help somebody grow? What would be your encouragement maybe with people who are afraid to step into something like that? So I think, you know, the, the Bible says so many times, fear not. Hmm. We're so um, afraid of being vulnerable and just stepping into what we feel prompted to do. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, joining a group, being vulnerable, um, volunteering to get connected. People want to feel connected when they go somewhere. Um, so for me, that's, you know, that's, that's the start of it. It's just be bold and courageous. Yeah. You know, God's with you. It's going to be okay. You're, the thought of getting rejected, it's, you don't have to feel that when you're a church or you shouldn't. Right. Right. That's good. Yeah. Fear will keep you from taking the first step mm-hmm. so many times. That's great. Merrily, how about you? Wow. I would say that I think there's a lot of people who sit in church and don't feel like they have something to offer. They see other people with mm, gifts that they perceive are the, those are the important ones. Right. And that is just a lie. Every person who is sitting, whether they're inside the walls or outside the walls, they have something to offer to another person. They have gifts. They have strengths. They can bring their own capacity, whatever that is, yeah. their passions. And just be willing to say yes to God. Maybe it's him prompting in your own life to get involved with someone. Just be willing to walk into the life of another person and just trust that it can be, it is risky because it involves you being vulnerable. Mm. And it's scary because you don't, you feel like you have to have a bunch of Bible answers. But if you're, you know, a day older than someone else, you're, you have a whole day's worth of things to offer them. Yeah. And so you don't have to know a lot of answers. You just have to be willing to say yes and to walk into it. And also just to see yourself as every one of us, we're a friend of God, but we're also in partnership with him. Yeah. And that's how we partner. So one of the ways that we can partner with him is just to walk in with another person. And you don't have to, it doesn't even have to be for a lifetime. It can be for a season. Yeah. They don't have to be that intense right. every week thing for the rest of your life. That's yeah. not what you're doing. You're walking with someone for a season. Yeah. This is really important. And I think this is one of the big misnomers about discipleship is that, oh, I have to have somebody to walk me for the rest of my life. And But no, I think the reality is I could look back over my walk with Jesus for 20 years. There's been several people who could say, yeah, disciple Josh, you know, uh, there, maybe there's one or two like constant people who's been there, but, uh, and vice versa, there's people that for a season invested in and, and we're not in proximity anymore, th- whatever the case may be. This right. is a really important point though, just being willing for a season and then we'll see how long it goes. Yeah. And I always say, you know, you, you plant the seed yeah. and you model it, Yeah, you know, and it, it can grow. Yeah. People might come back and ask you something like, oh, I remember you saying you were going to pray for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a really hard time. What, what do you believe? Where Where's your strength come from? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, what, I mean, just in a little bit of time that you guys have spent together, what would be your likelihood of wanting to invest in other people? Not long after I got baptized, um, Ben reached out to me and said, hey, I've, I've got somebody. I'm like, okay. Uh, so now I have Scarlett, yeah, you know, awesome. and she's awesome. And, you know, we're kind of in the same season of life. So it's a little hard to connect. You know, she's got young kids. I've got young kids. We're 
time. You know, kids are sick. We travel. It's it's nuts. But um, yeah, yeah. But it's great. You know, we we connect occasionally and yeah, yeah. Just keep hopefully she'll disciple somebody soon. Yeah. Well, you mentioned a couple of ways formally. You know, we have groups, we have uh, serve teams. You know, there's these if somebody's baptized, there's baptism mentorships, things like that. But then there's also just organic relationships. You don't have mm-hmm. to wait for those kind of formal things to take up the mantle. So, I, but I love the fact that y'all's story started with uh, Ben saying, "Hey, Mary, what you think?" <laughs> I love that so much. Um, let, let's dream a little bit together. What might Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, look like if what God's graciously given each of you in one another. What can Middle Tennessee look like uh, if more people took up just the simplicity of this mantle? I think it would look a lot more like Jesus, for one thing, mm. um, because if you have people willing to spend time in another person's life who's different than they are, you're practicing empathy and practicing kindness, and you're fostering those things in yourself and another person. And if that person turns around and reaches out to another person, they're just now we're just spreading that. Yeah, I love that. And I think I think that's why uh, I think it's so important. Yes, I'm spending time with Christy, but I'm also hoping that you know there's another person mm-hmm. that I'm going to spend time with. That then that person will spend time disciple down the road, and then what happens then is we start growing exponentially while these people are connected. They're hearing from one another, the love of Jesus and walking with each other in their lives. That, that is a very different, I mean, it just looks like a lot of people love loving Jesus. Yeah. Sounds like a good neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about see let's dream together. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, love you know i think we live in such a defensive culture you know you can talk about a lot of things but you try to bring jesus into the conversation and people get a little sideways you know they're oh no um but again meeting people where they're at and just showing them love you know love can spread you just have to give it a chance yeah i love that i love that well listen i want to first of all i just want to thank you i think one of our goals in this podcast was just to demystify a little bit around the word discipleship. And I think y'all's relationship models and mirrors that and has aided in that quest for us. So thank you, number one, for your willingness to grow together and then to help the rest of the church and all our listeners to to do so as well. So I'd like to pray in that the Lord would multiply your kind if you would if you would allow me to. Is that all right? All right, Father, thank you for Marilee and Christy. God, I, th- I thank you for the gift of time. And uh, Lord, when so many things are trying to come up against it, God, I pray that you would continue to give them uh, that gift. And Lord, I pray you continue to stretch them, grow them, grow them deep in your word. Uh, Lord, I pray that you continue to flex the, their muscles of compassion and empathy for not just one another, but for all the other folks you've bringing into their lives, Lord, and that they would be able to see Christ in them. And Lord, I pray you continue to equip them to, to minister to others, to help uh, yeah, shine the light that you've placed inside of them. So God, thank you. Thank you for these things. And uh, we give you the honor and the glory. Multiply their kind, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. 
Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Find and Follow podcast. If you'd like to get updates about future podcast series we will be releasing, like our upcoming Advent podcast, sign up to receive our email updates at crosspoint.tv slash podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you go back and grab Sunday's message with Pastor Kevin at crosspoint.tv slash watch now. And follow us on social media at crosspoint.tv on Facebook and Instagram.